Hi, I'm Jennifer Carter, and thank you for joining me on a podcast for parents, teachers, and administrators. Today's conversation should be a good one, and I'm sure it's something on your mind. So let's get to it. My name is Timalyn Langan, and I also am a classroom teacher. I've been teaching for X number of years, and I have always equated earning and learning together. I say what students learn is also what they earn. And I've written a book called Mind Over Money, How to Live Like a Millionaire on Any Budget. And the reason I wrote that book is because I feel like financial education is not taught enough in schools. And sometimes we don't get it at home. And so people would ask me questions about my lifestyle. Well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And how do you budget here? How do you travel the world on a teacher's salary? How do you afford the things that you afford? So I shared my budgeting strategy in my book. And then I also talked about it from a perspective of finding fulfillment, not necessarily about having everything I want, but we can't, and I do believe this, and it's written for working people like us worldwide who um, have dreams and passions and desires. And my goal, as it is with the students, is to help you achieve them, Mm. help you to be successful. So that is the reason for the book. And then outside of that, you know, the live streams on Facebook is is what you and I did. And that's Mind Over Money, How to Live Like a Millionaire Now on Any Budget. And we do that every Monday at 4 p.m. And it also airs later <laughs> for those of uh, for people who are interested in seeing it. But enough about me, Jennifer, Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Carter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think it's good for people to know who I'm talking to and yeah. why what they're saying may resonate with what they're thinking about, you know. Yeah. Because these are these issues that we're talking about are so important. They and are. I talk, I don't know if you do, but I'm talking about this stuff with people all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I'm talking about it all the time, I wonder how many times other people are talking because yeah. this is really important, you know? Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Sure. How do you keep a sense of humility in kids? Because we live in LA. And I know my kids fall prey to this. We live in a neighborhood that, so let me preface this by saying when I bought my house, it was an utter disaster. It was mm-hmm. an utter disaster. We, my husband literally walked in and walked right back out because he was like, there's no way, I can't imagine what we can do to make this livable. And mm-hmm. I said, well, we can do this and do this. And we bought our house. You know, fast forward a number of years, this has turned into a really nice neighborhood and our house is actually quite nice. Yes, it is. But I don't want my kids to think this, this is my, it's theirs and, you know, their friends are getting BMWs, literally, you know, mm-hmm. they're, for their 16th birthday, they get a BMW or, um, you know, they're taking expensive trips or they're buying these clothes that, I mean, I shop at thrift stores. Like everything I wear comes from Walmart, Target, or a thrift store. But parents are spending hundreds and thousands and thousands of dollars. So how do you buffer your kids when you're trying to teach them what you do, which is Mm -hmm. use your money in a way that's meaningful, where you can have a comfortable life. Yes. 
but be respectful of what you've accomplished. And I talk about paradigm shifts often in the book right. because that's where it begins. And I think you're absolutely right. A lot of children who grow up in you know, well-resourced homes, shall we say, tend to think that it all just kind of fell out of the sky, you know, no one worked for it. Yeah, we are flushing toilets and money was shooting out. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's the, you know, here's son, just, you know, go shopping. Here's, oh, here's the credit card, go buy the BMW. You know, that, that might be great. But if you don't teach children the values that created the wealth, then they grow up and oftentimes they mismanage the wealth. Oh and if God, you, can you say that again? The values oh, that create the wealth. If, if you don't teach your children the values that created the wealth, when they get older, they will mismanage it. Oh, wow. Yes. That is... That's what... And we don't hear that. That's not what we're taught. Oh, you know, just bling, bling, bling. No, this is, you know, having... Mommy and daddy had a great work ethic. Mommy and daddy, you know, practice delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. Mommy and daddy shopped at thrift stores. <laughs> okay. Not so shopped, shop. Shop. It's not, there you go. She continues to shop at thrift stores. Right. And so, and these are the things that I share too. Hey, here are 40 plus ways that you can cut back on your budget now so that you can have more money for your household and for, mm -hmm. you know, the things that you need to, you know, your essential bills, if you will. And that is so important and not feeling ashamed. You, I, I'm not ashamed to tell people I shop at thrift stores. And believe me, uh, some of these designer clothes that these children love, they can be found at thrift stores. Let and me just let me just interject. I have a thing for expensive handbags. I love, yes. mm -hmm. and I, I don't love them because they're designer. I love them because usually the the things that I collect, like the Gucci or Prada or whatever, they have a story about how they were made or about the designer. Mm -hmm. Almost all of them have come from thrift stores. Yes. And I've gotten some too, Liz Claiborne. I'm, you know, name brand at thrift stores for, wow. And I'm okay with paying less for it. I think, why would I want to pay more? I paid $13 <laughs> and, you know, for a $2,500 handbag. You know what? That's a bargain. And why, why pay more for that? Why would you want to pay more for that? And you know what, Jennifer? You don't have to tell people where you got it. Nobody oh, I tell people all the time because I'm that person. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm the one that will tell because of what I do, but I, but I don't necessarily, but, but the average person, let's yes. say you are like that parent who's ashamed or who right. may feel somewhat embarrassed, don't tell anyone. Right. Nobody right. has to know where you purchased these right. items. Hey there, if you've gotten this far into the episode, chances are that you really like what you're listening. I'm going to ask you to press pause and share this particular episode with five people that you think would really enjoy listening to it. I'm also going to ask that you subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And now let's get back to the conversation. And so that's what I'm talking about, the paradigm shift, shifting your ideas and thoughts. And you know, just implementing these strategies, you can save a good amount of money per month to put towards what I call the dominant passion, because I love to travel. Now that's, mm. I don't get my nails done. 
if you can see. My nails don't get done. But I traveled to Australia to the U.S. I mean, to the Australian Open, New York to the U.S. Open last year. Wow. Because that's where my dominant passion is. I, that's what I love the most. So I'm going to take my limited resources and put it into things that bring me great joy, not mm. just immediate joy. There's a difference. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, one of the other things that you're saying is, they bring you joy. They are not for the benefit of others to evaluate you. Yes. They're because like that, you're talking about that fulfillment again. You feel satisfied with how having your nails the way they are, having whatever the way it is, because you are satisfied with that. Mm -hmm. And if you want to add gravy on it, that's you because you are already fulfilled. You are already a complete person. The rest of that is just gravy. Yes. And I think what you were talking about before about building that self-esteem at whatever station in life you are and that I'm going to say that teach children the values that created the world. I think that's going to be like my theme, like for the rest yeah. of the month, at least. Oh, fantastic. Well, I think that's, a, that, that's going to be mine too. <laughs> it's been mine for all of these years. That's what I, 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 I talk to parents about and adults teach your children the values that created the wealth. And in doing so, you, you're raising kids, because I do think that there, we need to be socially conscious and we need to be caring. Yes. We need to be able to see the other person and have some compassion and love and appreciation right, for where right. they are in life. Because you know what, even, with, even within rich people, you know, you've got millionaires and then you've got billionaires. So it's always, you know, some, my mother would say, there's someone above you, there's always going to be someone ahead of you. And then there will be people below you. And yeah. you've got to just learn how to be comfortable in, in any situation and, and with whomever you're interacting with. And I tell people, you know, and I've had to learn this too, because um, I can, I'm comfortable talking to the president of the United States and I'm, I'm just as comfortable talking to the janitor right. or the maintenance person. It doesn't really matter. And everybody in between. Right. So. That, that's kind of how I look at it. We're all God's children and we're all, in his eyes, we're all equal. <laughs> yes, I agree. I totally agree. I mean, and like I said, that's really good insight. Yeah. Um, I always tell people, I'm like, Jesus, I hang out with the, the criminals and the, like the underbelly of society because, you know, <laughs> yeah. why not? You know, that's, that's what you do. You, and that's how you also set the example. Right. Yeah. If you are trying to encourage people to be a different version of themselves where they are happier, because I don't want to tell people you have to be different. You have to fit whatever X, Y, and Z, but you have to be a version of yourself that you like. Yeah. And once you get into a version of yourself that you like, you can move forward. Mm -hmm. But to help people make that transition, you just have to be around a lot of people you know, yeah. and show yourself as an example of humility, but also inclusiveness and about that compassion, you know, modeling that behavior. If you want to see that change in the world, you know, yeah. that I'm, I'm reminded of that Michael Jackson song, the man in the mirror, it starts yes. with the man in the mirror. And if you want to make the world a better place, you better take a look at yourself and make a change. <laughs> You know, and that's another thing we do. We sing. It's so <laughs> we sing. We sing all the time. We're singing on the live stream. We're singing in the classroom. I tell you, Jennifer, what a 
advice to He said, Miss Langan, you wanted to be a singer, didn't you? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll tell you that story another time. <laughs> that is too funny. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here today. This was a lot of fun, Jennifer. We always have fun when we get together, though. That's true. Yes. <laughs> so that's our conversation for today. I hope you found some information that was interesting or a perspective that you hadn't thought of. If you like what you heard, or even if you have some feedback, put a comment in our comment section. Be sure to like our page and make sure that you subscribe so that you can hear when the next video comes out. Thanks so much again for joining us.